Hello friends, I'm your host Chris Thrill, I'm a former Royal Marines Commando, I've adventured for better and sometimes worse across 80 countries on all seven continents. Welcome to the Bought the T-Shirt Podcast. Charlie, how are Hi, you, sir? I'm good, mate. You? Todo bien. Can I say that? Todo bien. Sí, perfecto. It's great to see you again, buddy. It's been a while. Yes, it has. It's um, it's interesting times, isn't it? Uh, I think the whole podcasting thing just keeps us incredibly you know, incredibly busy. Um, I think I'm on four hours sleep today. I don't recommend that as a, from a life coaching perspective, sleep is, we're learning it's much more important than, um, than I think we, we realized. And these people that used to do the four hours sleep and catnap during the day, like the Margaret Thatcher's famous uh, thing, they're now, they're now linking it to things like Alzheimer's. So Mm -hmm. I don't recommend it, but on the other hand, you know, your YouTube channel is not just going to get given to you, is it? It's not, but you would know this better than anybody. I was speaking to a former, um, I won't name the regiment, but a Secret Service officer uh, the other day that was uh, had been in it for a number of years, and I said, what was his biggest fear? And that was his biggest fear, sleep deprivation. Yes. Yeah, I, I suffer from it a bit because I've still got this kind of tinnitus in my ears from when I took painkillers. Yeah. When when my um I was disabled with my back for a couple of years and uh, came off those um opiate medication, I just developed this ringing in my ears and it it kicks in around about four or five in the morning and, and once once it's woken me up, that's it. There's no there's no sort of snoozing or anything. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm going to be looking at. Uh, I'm not going to say the name of it because I know it doesn't go down too well with our uh, our sponsors here. But uh, a, a sort of cleanse that's uh, let's just say it's an alternative, alternative uh, healthy therapy. Yeah. But, sure. Uh, yes. So Charlie, you very kindly sent me some. Um let's call it intelligence, shall we? And I wanted to speak to you about it because, well, let's just say it how it is. This whole situation, I'm not going to say the, the, the letter, but we all, we all know what we mean and, and, and with what's happening in the, in the world, it's, it's, as I think we said before, it's exciting times. It's, it's, stressful times it it can be can be worrying times especially for the people that have lost their whole you know careers over this and 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 family members through whichever you know definition we want to or or diagnosis we want to accept um and as you know charlie my jury is always out i'm i'm not just going to jump on this or jump on that and 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 just because I'm, I just like to be a, an observer, but that doesn't mean that I'm not a warrior that I don't take action. And and 
I take this situation at the moment really seriously more than anything I ever have done in my life before because what we're seeing now in society when you're a parent it it just means a completely different thing to what it would have meant to me when I was a young carefree marine getting drunk every night and traveling the world and 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 not having to consider such things and when there's young lies involved and people are, are let's say dictating the future for that young life it's you know come and kill me i don't care i'm an old boy i've had a good life probably like yourself charlie but you know nobody comes between me and my son and and i if you know if you fuck with me i will fuck with you back exactly yeah so the one of the most important things chris is chris and charlie are not the messiahs and we're just chris and charlie we, we have what we've done is a lot of research and all we're trying to get you to do all we're trying to get you to do is start looking at things and questioning things that's all we're asking don't have to take chris's word don't have to take charlie's word we're not the messiahs we just want you to ask questions and when you ask questions and start looking at things through your own eyes um, I've said this so many times. It doesn't matter if you believe in God. It doesn't matter if you believe in Allah. I believe in God. There'll be many people who believe in Allah. But if you don't believe in either, it doesn't matter. Ask your grandma or your mother to help you reset your compass so that when you look at something, you see it clearly and you don't see it through the prisms of mainstream media, uh, the lenses, uh, everything that's put in the way to distort the vision. At the moment, the vision is being distorted by mainstream media and by government. You need to get that out of the way like Chris and Charlie have done. We're not saying we're right. We're just saying the way that Chris sees it, the way Charlie sees it, we've moved these lenses out the way. We're starting to see things a little bit clearer. Not a lot clearer, but a little bit clearer. And we're asking you to do the same. Yes, and also, you know, we share subscribers. I don't call them subscribers. I call them friends. Yeah. Friends at home. And I wouldn't want to upset anyone and think that I don't take their views Correct. Seriously, um, because I do. But also, I'm I'm conscious of of being led, you know, down an alleyway, um, and it gets very deep. And maybe I'll talk about this book that I've read recently, the Babylonian Woe, mm -hmm. uh, which, well, I talk about it. It it now it it. It's talking about the formation of our money system, mm -hmm. the system of greed and evil that's happy to enslave us, whether it just be through our mortgages or our student loans. Um, the system where it, it just seems that greedy little men, and I'm guessing women, but let's just say men, have learned how to print bits of paper with numbers on them. Lent, backed by a, um, uh, any worth that, like, say, for example, gold or silver that doesn't e exist in, in, in their vault, and they give the, you know, they lend you these bits of paper and then they expect you to pay them back with interest. Um, and, and tax. And tax. And there's all these kind of double bookkeeping kind of shenanigans going on. It's referred to as money magic. 
-hmm. And having read the Babylonian woe, mm -hmm. I see now this goes back thousands of years. Yeah. And in a in a in a nutshell, what it has done is by this system hiding behind churches, hiding behind palaces, hiding in temples, mm -hmm. it's given itself a legitimacy that it doesn't deserve. Correct. At the same time, it has swapped exchange, which is a simple, Charlie, you do something for me, I'll do something for you. If I can't do something for you, I'll give you these cockle shells, which represents a certain mm. um, non non-profitable value it's just an exchange mechanism and what these guys have done is changed it into a system of greed yeah and and capital and by hiding in these um establishments that that originally should have been for the benefit of mankind and and the, and the community so the vicar you know the the bishop the vicar or, or whoever the religious leader is supposed to do his best for society the king is supposed to look after society the politicians are supposed to uh host a democratic society what it's done is say no you're you're not about that folks you're about accumulating as much money as you can because that will make you a good person right and off the back of that um indoctrination in into what I would call a non-human law, as in we have universal law that governs us, we have human law between people. It's that, it's that simple, right? Not, I'm not talking about the law, you know, that governs us in the high street. And off the back of it, it's pervaded society for thousands of years, corrupting every single person as it goes, with the wrong values such as greed, it's it's caused um, perversion, and then this system of perversion, and we're seeing, you know, we're all aware of what that is, especially at, at, at this this time. Um, what it does then is it makes everybody within that system susceptible to being blackmailed. Mm -hmm. So we've got this whole umbrella of people that are supposed to be governing over us and and looking out for our best interests there are actually no they're all being blackmailed they're all in this phony false evil system and this is why for all of our lifetime charlie and, and thousands of years before we've seen these random decisions that just aren't in our best interest and Going back to your point, the interesting thing at the moment is things seem to be, let's say, happening. Yeah. I don't know changing because it's everything I've come across so far has just been words on an internet page or or kind messages that people have sent me and said, Chris, are you aware this is going on in, in Rome or Greece or you know in the underground of so-and-so? And I'm like, yeah, I'm 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 aware it's supposed to be happening. Mm -hmm. But all of it, as far as I'm concerned, Charlie, is if we don't ad address this central vein of evil that's mm -hmm. pervert, per per pervaded and perversed our society for mm -hmm. thousands of years, and it's cemented, and these guys know what they're doing. Yep. They are not stupid. Yep. They probably know 
what bloody colour boxer shorts I'm wearing. Yeah. You know, they, they know the sun, the moon, the, the stars, history, physics, chemistry. They know the patterns in society, the sun, you know, everything. Right. And this yeah. is why I say I just hold back a bit before I'm going to accept that, that you know, um, brings me on. And I'm sorry, folks, I know I'm being long winded. I just I just need to sort of set the table out of why I wanted to talk to Charlie. This brings me on to this um, Nesara and Gisara that I'm hearing about that sounds as if it's if it's attempting to address this issue. Um, I'm I'm not the the most um, informed guy in the world. I mean, I do my best. I've studied my whole life. I certainly, you know, took the red pill a long time ago. But I won't profess to know, you know, what a gold stand, how that, what you know, whether by maintaining or or rein, reinstalling the gold standard, that is actually going to get rid of this, or whether it's just going to make it worse or just create a separate system that 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 that's just as bad um and i guess maybe like a simple question would be the guys trying to in, instigate change at the minute would they give up their you know billion dollar bank accounts and multi-million dollar estates so it, I, I i'm not saying they should i'm just i'm just putting that out there charlie you know well you have a very valid point there and I'm going to make mention, as you've made mention to the book, there's a guy called Dan Lutz, L-U-T-Z, who has a, um, a YouTube channel, and he's hosted Kim Coogan. Um, Kim Coogan is part of the new financial system that she's, uh, she's helping to, to manage, if you like, for the want of a better word. But she explains the old system and all the different levels of coding so that we can start to understand, because you won't be able to understand Nasara and Jasara and why we're doing something unless you understand the history of what's gone before and the corruption and the evil that uh, Chris alluded to there. We have no idea of these families, the power, the control, how they manipulated it and the levels. And she, she explains it on Dan Lutz's YouTube um, channel very, very clearly. Um, well, I say clearly, it's an hour and 20 minutes of in-depth conversation, but it helps you understand why we're going a certain route. Now, going on to Nasara, which is national, which is for America, and Jasara, which is global. First of all, let's get one thing very, very clear, that every country in the world, bar none, and every territory, bar none, has signed up to Jasara outside of America. Now, Donald you- Trump, when he... Charlie, can you just explain what those acronyms mean, if, if indeed they are acronyms? Yeah, certainly. I'm going to bring it up so I don't get it wrong. Um, because there's plenty of people out there that if you get one word wrong, that uh, they jump all over you at the moment. Um, it's just on words. But uh, So Nasara, let's go with Nasara first. Because it's, it's national. Um, I'm sorry, one second. It's the National Economical uh, Economic Security and Ref, um, Reformation Act. So 
The only difference with Nesara and Jesara is that the N goes to a G, which is global rather than national. So it's the Global Economic, Economic Security Reformation Act. And these things are very, very important um, because they're taking the power away, if you like, from the people that were in control. And they're not going to give up without a fight. And you would know this being a military man. But sometimes when you think you've got them beaten, you go marching in there and suddenly there's a load of them stuck, stuck in, a, in, a, in a bunker there with explosives all around them, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So we're in a very dangerous period as we move from one over to another. Um, but there's, a, there's an awful lot going on behind the scenes. And they don't tell me everything. They tell me an awful lot. But they don't tell me everything. Now, just so that the public and the people who are watching this, um, this uh, video are aware, the first time that Nassara, the, do the documentations on Nassara were written in the late 1950s. So before I was born. I was born in 1960. And they were going to be implemented in 1963, I think it was. Yeah, 1963, for the first time. And John F. Kennedy was the man that was going to implement them. And because the powers, the powerful, powerful, powerful people behind the scenes didn't want this done because it was taking away their power, they killed him. So the, 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 the powers behind the scenes are incredibly dangerous. So that was the first time that Nasara was going to be launched, 1963. When he made that speech, sorry to interrupt Charlie, but when JFK made that speech about the dark element, in it was, it was almost haunting, wasn't it? It was, yep. it, 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 it was almost as though if you didn't really listen to it, you, you, it would float over your head. Yeah. When you got what he really was saying, his time on this planet, I think, became. Yeah. Limit, limited from that moment on. Yeah. You and I both know how dangerous the dark forces are because they're not just human. They're dark. Let's just leave it at that. They're dark. And then the second time that Nasara was going to be launched was 19 years ago on September the 11th. And something else happened on September the 11th, 19 years ago, which stopped it happening that shows you how these forces are incredibly powerful. That's why this time it's incredibly important that there are no mistakes. Now, for those of you who don't understand the financial system and the controllings of it, you need to watch so that you understand the levels of it. Kim Coogan on Dan Lutz's um, YouTube channel explaining the different levels of banking, because you think you know who's at the top of the bank and you think you know the different levels, but there are eight or nine, eight different levels. And she is actually on the ninth level. So she's right on the inside. This is somebody who knows exactly what they're talking about. And you can get very well educated and you can understand why it's so difficult for collapsing the world's economy. People say, well, it should be easy. When you watch her and understand the, 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 de the depth that the tentacles go. And her name, Charlie, sorry? 
Her name is Kim Coogan. Kim, I thought you said Tim, sorry. Kim. K for Kim. And uh, Googan, G-O-E-G-A-N, I believe. Yeah, we'll we'll find it. Um, And also she has her own channel, which is called Speak Project, which she does in conjunction, I believe, with another gentleman. But she's done another video there, which gives even more about the global financial system and how it works. And this, for people who don't understand how complicated the problem is, will give you an insight into why this fight and this battle has taken so long. Um, I was assured right from the start that the battle had been won because the people at the top had been taken out. But there's still the tentacles are still there flapping away and causing trouble. We're nearly there. But um, you'll get an idea of the in-depth issues um, that, and also the, the distractions that have needed to happen we all know the distractions of uh, whatever it is. There's, there, there, all these are distractions. I've said it from day one. They're all very complex distractions to create confusion and fear and can completely create distraction from what's really happening, which is the global financial reset and the, the new quantum financial system. And not just the quantum financial system, but the quantum voting system as well. Gosh, and this this uh, information that you received, Charlie. Can we? Wh- wh- why is that relevant? There seems to be a lot of time and dates in it of things that were going to be implemented. Can we discuss a few of those things? Yeah, I get I get intel on a daily basis from people behind the scenes. Now. The one thing that's very clear with specific dates, they very often use me because I have a platform out there to distract again, because the other day they gave me a date and it was incorrect. But it distracted everybody so they could actually get on with something else. I didn't realize that I actually had that much influence, but obviously I had more influence than I thought I did have. Um, But the dates themselves, to me, are a little bit irrelevant. The way I liken it, Chris, is quite simple. I live down in Malaga, and if somebody says to me, Charlie, you're going off to Madrid today, I said, fine. What part of Madrid? Okay, you're going to the airport. Now, I know how to get from Malaga to, to Madrid, but I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if it's going to be rainy, sunshine, or snow. I don't know if it's going to be roadworks, accidents, or something else. I don't know if my car's going to break down. This is the adventures of going there. I know where I'm going. I just don't know what I'm going to encounter, and at what stages on that journey I'm going to encounter these things. And I just go prepared, knowing that there's going to be problems on the way, um, especially if you drive from here to there in the in the winter, because as you get towards Granada, you can have snow on the road because of the, because, because of the height there. So all these things we're going through right now, we're getting ideas that we're moving in the right direction. You have to understand when people tell you something, it's their interpretation of what they've heard. The same as Chris's interpretation. Same as Charlie's interpretation. This is what we're telling you as we understand the information that we have. It's my interpretation. It's not gospel. It's not 100% fixed, but it's my interpretation of what I've been told. And today what I did was I sent Chris yesterday, I think it was, or day before, the same intel that I, I get that gives me an insight as to what's going on. And 
it, for me, it's, it's a pleasure to talk to Chris because Chris has a military brain. So he can look at it in a different aspect to me and then we can talk about it and discuss that information and see how his aspect differs to my aspect. So what's this, the 2000, uh, sorry, the 209 Nation Gold Treaty, or is that meant to be National Gold Treaty? There's a, yeah, there's, there's, there's been treaties in the past. And look, what's happened is, Chris, over the years, um, all these, once, once the Federal Reserve detached its currency from gold, they all got, went at it, because it just meant you could print as much money as you wanted to. In the old days, before we had physical currency, you had coins, gold coins. And for the people who know this, they used to snip bits off the side of it, a little, little bit less in weight. But gold was the currency and silver was the currency. And the, this was a way of trading, bartering. But then the tax man got involved, so they needed to keep an eye so they could have a bit. Um, so this is why all of that was controlled. But we're going to get back to a gold standard, which means that the currencies we have, whether they're well, they're not going to be US dollars anymore. They're going to be US notes backed by gold and US coins backed by gold. And then we'll have a, we'll have a euro backed by gold and a pound backed by gold. Um, what they're called, uh, I don't know. And they're, they're trying to make the transition as seamless and easy as possible. Um, and probably for the man on the street, the only thing you'll notice is a new note. And they think, oh, that's a nice one. That's a nice new note, but that one's backed by gold. And the transition will be fairly easy because in every country, one old euro, one old pound, one old dollar will equate to one new one. The difference will be is in the revaluation of currencies, the RV, where one dollar equals one pound equals one euro equals one dirham or one dinar or whatever, there will be a revaluation of currencies worldwide. So some countries will come into extreme wealth, and they'll be the ones that have been robbed blind for the last hundred or thousand years. So countries like uh, sub-Saharan Africa, then, is, is that? Uh, that? That, for me, is probably the most exciting thing ever, because, I, I don't know, you've probably been to Africa, but it's a country I absolutely love. The people are amazing some of the most beautiful people you'll ever, ever meet. They've been robbed blind by England, France, Holland, Belgium. We've robbed them blind of everything. The natural resources coming out of their ears and they've got no money. How can that be right? And beautiful yeah. people. Yes, exactly. But then it poses the question. You see, I, I worked in Mozambique. Okay. Um, I, I taught kids in a, in a street children's school down there, right? It's amazing. When you, when you rock up in, in rural Africa, it's, it's like you've just entered a Tarzan movie. Yeah. You see these mud huts and, and the villagers carrying the pots on their head with just, you know, just a, a piece of cloth wrap, wrapped around them. And it's it 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 really is the twilight zone. It it's, yep. it's an eye opener, Charlie. You know. But here's the thing: I work for a, an NGO, mm -hmm. 
And in your first day over there in Mozambique, what do you see trundling down the roads is Coca-Cola lorries. These are villages don't even have running water, Charlie, right? No. And yet they got a Coke machine, right? And I just got to thinking, I just got ter- I, I got terribly despondent. It was, a, it was a goal of mine to go and work, work. I was a volunteer. I didn't want to get paid for it. I just wanted to give something back after my, my sort of um, recovery from addiction. It, it felt an important thing that I had to do. Mm-hmm. And within two days of being over there, I was just thoroughly depressed by it all. That we, we, Our title were, were um, development instructors international development instructors or something i think we were called and you just ask yourself what what am i developing Mm -hmm. i mean these are communities that back before colonization they they had it all you know they had democracy they had um i mean i'm not saying they didn't have their faults like probably all communities but they had fresh water they had food they had the, the 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 an abundance of wildlife which most of which has been shot dead now. Yeah. You just see it on TV in these, what is essentially a tiny space called a national park. Yeah. The rest of it um, through the colonial wars and stuff where people have just gone out and shot, shot everything to eat. And then of course, after the, uh, the colonial wars and they had um, the wars for independence, uh, the wars for independence. And then they had the, the civil wars where the countries got their home rule back and then there was infighting to say, right, who's, you know, who's now going to take the share of the wealth. It's Mm -hmm. all incredibly corrupt. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you could give a school book to someone rather than give it to their child. They'll just tear the pages out to roll joints. (laughs) That's at the low level, at at the, the, the politicians level, the money coming in is, it's just going in and I'm, I'm, I'm making no judgment on this. It's, it's, this is what happens when you, 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 you charge into someone's country and try and modernize it when they're, I don't know, let's just say a thousand years behind you or whatever, whatever the statistic. Yeah, you have to bring them with you. You know, the biggest problem is when, when people have gone into those countries, they've gone in as a white man going, Oh, we do this for you. We do this for you. We do this for you. Rather than going in and say, I'll tell you what, why don't we work together to try and do this together? And I've learned this a lot with Michael Tellinger from South Africa with his one small town project. But if you go in and get them to, to build their own, all you need to provide these people, all you need to provide them is electricity and clean water. That's it. And then educate them to build for themselves. But I know, having lived in Africa and myself, that the many... I, I remember in South Africa, in uh, north of Johannesburg, in warm baths, where they, some white guy had gone and built a school for them. Well, within a week, they'd burnt it down. They didn't want that. It's the way you go in. You go, you know, they, they, they say, oh, you've come in here, you're doing this. But if you just go in, forget building schools, forget building hospitals, forget building houses. Here's electricity and here's clean running water. And let's start doing something together. You decide what we, we do. Put it, let them be in power and in control of their destiny. They don't want people like you going, and go, oh, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. That's not how you do it. It's a bit like pushing sheep. You know, you, you run at sheep, they go everywhere. Whereas if you just come with me, come with me, let me show you. 
I'll give you clean water, which is what they need, and electricity. The rest falls into place. Yeah. The issue I was get, getting to, Charlie, is that all of what you just said there, yes, perfect. What a, what a great scenario. But I went for a run the other day. One of the videos I make when I'm putting it on my Instagram or, or whatever it might be is I'll stop in the woods and I'll just say, look how green it is. You know, as you know, I'm very big on the green diet. It's what's kept, kept me um, perfectly healthy without any illness mm-hmm. for 17 years now. Mm-hmm. My back, incidentally, was an injury. It wasn't a, a, an illness in case anyone's thinking I'm, I'm uh, double talking here. But but I stop in this this forest and it's just it was just beautiful. And it's right in the in the city. So it's uh, it's just a little sort of oasis. I used to love love to run through. Mm-hmm. That's all gone. Mm-hmm. Literally, they've sawn the trees off. They've left all the stumps. So it looks ugly. Mm-hmm. On a side note, someone said to me, oh, they'll grow back. <laughs> the trees that are that, the trunks are that wide and you chop them off at the back. Do they, I, I, they might grow a shoot or something. But anyway, um, why have they done it? Well, they've done it to make way for another road, mm-hmm. right? I remember the 70s, and I'm sure you do, Charlie. It was beautiful driving down to Cornwall to the beach plenty of space on the road you know drive as fast as you like um didn't need all these super highways etc etc so what are they doing they're replacing my 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 bit of uh peace there my bit of um universal spirit with a dual carriageway mm-hmm. and uh let's say those uh antennas that uh give off certain stuff at, and sorry I'm getting long-winded I I, I, I get that it's just it, it's it's hard to encompass how I'm seeing all this to people that are just like but it's just a road it it's rampant unchecked uh growth isn't it industrial growth economic growth it's always about the economic growth that combined with a system of capitalism and no friends i'm not suggesting communism or or, or, i'm I'm just saying there has to be a better way and in africa give them the water the well um electricity great if they're not then going to go right now we can build a a mole and and then when the mall's done we'll get a motorway running down the outside of it so we can get some more people into town and the next thing that nature has already already been shot dead is is that they're all endangered you know even more endangered species sorry I'm, I'm i'm rambling a bit charlie but you get what i'm saying how is this um this change that we're we're allegedly seeing or hopefully seeing how is it going to address the destruct the systematic destruction and pollution of the planet i think chris that we're going through a period right now of learning and this is why i keep saying it's time to reset your moral compass i've said it and i've said it and i'll say it again because what we need to establish right now is what we don't want and you've just named it there 
what we don't want. What we don't want is corrupt politicians. What we don't want is corrupt bankers. What we don't want is people who are destroying the environment. When I was talking to Michael Tellinger about One Small Town, we were talking about the, way, the technology that's out there that's been suppressed. One of the things that came to my, uh, which I thought was absolutely beautiful, that has been completely blocked out, is to remove all the roads in the UK, to remove all the roads worldwide, and replace them with grass. Because all the new vehicles can literally levitate or hover over them. And you don't need to damage the, the environment by doing that. And then you suddenly bring back. And I went, are you serious? And he's going, look, this is the information. And when he started showing me the inf information about these vehicles that can just levitate across the ground without damage to the, the ground, I was like, and that's been blocked for years and years and years. What, and then kind, when of, you go, what, kind, of what kind of grass are we talking about here, Charlie? <laughs> the type you like. <laughs> <laughs> look, the, look the, all, how on earth? This is what gets me. Let's just talk about the plant that grows naturally that's been banned by the government. It's one of God's natural products that has more healing facilities than you'll ever imagine. When you start realising that Big Pharma lose so much money when people realise there's natural remedies. I remember as a child growing up, Chris, getting stung by a stinging nettle. And the plant that was next to the stinging nettle was a dock leaf. God put them side by side so that when you did get stung, you could actually get rid of the sting. Everything that's out there in nature, everything, is there for a reason. We just haven't worked it out yet. Yes. Well, oh, exactly. Um, exactly, Charlie. We're, we're, we're perfect living beings within this perfect universe. I'm not saying bad things don't happen. You know, there's a lot of ran randomness out there, but, but essentially we've been taken so far away from that, that tuning and we've been we we well we've been shielded from it by by education by mass media by by corporate greed that literally shielded you from the truth out there. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm just trying to pick my words carefully because and and let's not go down the the thingy route, mm -hmm. Charlie. But I just want to say when you understand illness, what it actually is you will be so surprised. Yeah. So surprised. Yeah. At how your your body's mechanism, your biological mechanism works. Yeah. And it again, I think people know what I'm getting at, but you, you will see why we are so blind. We are so blind. And that blindness is being used against us now. Yeah. It, um, yes. Anyone wants to know more about this sort of thing, check out my Commando Coach playlist on, on my YouTube channel. I talk about the alkaline diet. Going back to the weed, incidentally, yes, weed, weed it, if you eat it, and I'm not suggesting anyone does at all, in fact, for the sake of this video, don't, but it hasn't, an alkalizing effect on the body, right? Alkaline's good. It's yeah. like you're fish in the tank, the water's clean, they will be fine. Yep. Water gets polluted, they will start to get diseased. Correct. Same with your body. 
alkaline is is good the reason i say that is a lot of people think smoking is is that's therapeutic too but it it's that's carcinogenic it creates carbon in 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 the body um there you go look i'm a wealth of knowledge charlie and how did we get onto that one i don't know but it's it's always it's always good to see you chris it really is and you know, if we can just get all we all Chris and I want people to do is ask questions. And that's why Chris and I are on this journey together, is we've decided that we're not going to listen to what everyone says and take it as solid. We want to know because it's it's very, very clear that everyone out there, Chris, is going, well, that doesn't make any sense. But they're not doing anything about it. And what Chris and I are trying to do is do something about it. And we don't, you know, it's very have I taken sides or not? Yeah, I've, I've taken sides. I've taken sides. The minute they started saving children, children's lives and women from being trafficked, I took like, took sides, I'm sorry. I've taken that side. I'm going to go that side because if the minute you're pro- protecting young children, and this is the first president that's gone up against these paedophile gangs, so yes, I've taken sides. Very, very simple. I'm a father. I'm a grandfather. If you're stopping these paedophile gangs, then I'm on your side. Very simple. The fact you've not gone to war against anybody that's a bonus as well. And the fact that you're taking away taxes, that's a bonus as well. And the, forget, the fact that over a million people have been forgiven their mortgages and debts in America, yeah, I'm on your side, really. Has that, actually, has that actually happened, though, Charlie? How, how can we evidence that? We've got, over, we've got over a million people that have actually evidenced in America. We've got over a 1,000 people in the United Kingdom that have contacted us to say that they don't know why it's disappeared, but it's just disappeared. So it's one of those very difficult things, Chris, where people tell us that they're... I had a woman the other day, she said, Charlie, um, I don't want it to go public in case it comes back again. She said, I don't want to, don't, don't want to jinx it. She said, I've had this loan for 10 years and I got behind with it. And they've been pestering me, pestering me, pestering me, pestering me, pestering me. And she said, the other day, it just disappeared. And, they, and I contacted them and said, what's happened with my loan? They said, um, no, it's all been settled now. And she's like, she's nearly had a heart attack dealing with it. And it's just disappeared. And she said, I don't want to go public yet in case it comes back. It's fear. Mm. They're so scared about it. And people, it's amazing. People don't want to challenge it in case it's a jinx. So they go, let's just keep quiet for now. But they'll say to me, look, the loans just disappeared. And there's no explanation for it at all. Student loans. And the first loans that that have been mortgages and loans are old ones. They're not ones that have just been taken out. These are old ones, 10, 15, 20-year-old loans and mortgages that have uh, suddenly disappeared. So there's no there's no actual rhyme or reason, but people are making contact with us on a daily basis. I'm getting at least 10 messages a day out of probably four or 500 we get a day that are telling me that they've got this loan or this bank mortgage or whatever that's just disappeared and nobody can explain it. And the, the biggest problem is they don't, they don't want to jinx it. And I sort of get it. If something disappeared like that, you think, well, if I if I would go public, it might come back again. Yeah, it's a lovely thought, isn't it? I mean, we we are slaves to our more. I mean, literally slaves to to this mortgage system. Yeah, seems a bit random that some people. I mean, I, I guess you implement something gradually, but if anyone out there has witnessed this, please send me an email because. As I say, my jury has to be out yeah. till I physically can see it for myself. The problem is I don't have a mortgage. And I don't have any loans, so I'm not going to notice it. Do you want mine? <laughs> well, you, you, look, 
I've had it this said so many times, Chris. When's mine's gone? I'll believe you. That shows how programmed we are, doesn't it? Well, let's talk about the programming. And again, let's not let's not relate it to any particular situation, Charlie. But. Oh, gosh. It's. I've really had a couple of weeks of it, mate. I really I, I really have um, the. The amount of stress you can see it's causing people by yeah. having the enlightened people yeah. uh, who tend to be quite passionate and emotional beings because they think that's just an ingredient that gets you to enlightenment if because society isn't going to get you there, not, not with our education, against the kind of less feeling uh, left brain people that are controlled by the media that don't know any different and the enlightened people that know what's going on tend to like chuck stuff on the media which is um and and i've done it i'm i'm not this is not casting blame on anyone but they tend to be quite vocal in their anger at like god can you not see it it's it's plain as but of course this this is sort of what films like the matrix are about aren't there and that people can live their whole lives and and in in blinkers mm-hmm. and i think if we could completely rechange the education system we could get people maybe out out of that rut but the way it is it seems to be that you need a life-changing event and i know you've gone through that charlie in your life uh i i know that i have something that hurts you so much that it makes you reassess all your paradigms on your previous beliefs yeah because they ain't working no more no and you don't you don't like that thought that way of thinking anymore and that way and the way that you know and and you realize the world is not the place you thought it was but things are changing aren't they yes well i hope so but then of course you've got this situation isn't it where you they call it the echo chamber don't they where you put something out and because it comes back to you you think yay Worlds yes. are changing. Yeah. What we the, forget is there's an awful lot of people that, and, and let's say let's say it as it is, the vast majority are still in the matrix, aren't they? And yes. they're still supporting this system of slavery, this system of evil, because they know no different. Sure. Um, they because they're operating from the left brain so they're controlled through the left hemisphere of their brain they then only know how to operate out of their ego Mm -hmm. not not i don't this isn't a blanket rule but they tend to be reactionary so if you put your point of view to them they can't have a rational conversation about so chris how do you know that Mm -hmm. i mean you're a guy chris let's be honest you've lived worked and traveled in 80 countries Mm -hmm. across all seven continents You've been to the extremes of mental health and back again. You've written best-selling books. You're the only person I know that's ticked every item off your bucket list. Like, 
maybe I should like listen to you, dude. Maybe, maybe you kind of like know something I don't. We don't get that, Charlie. We, we get, huh, oh, and they say the, the conspiracy yep, yep. word, don't they? So programmed. It's all they can come out with is the, is the you know, the, the blueprint that's been stamped into them. And they've done absolutely no research. And no, you don't know how to, though, Charlie, no, you know? That's true. Don't know how to. I said to someone the other day, you know, these events that happened in New York, you know, 20 years ago, it's da-da-da-da, and it just went, oh, I don't know about that. And that was it. That was the end of the conversation. Yeah. There was no, oh, tell me more. I, I, I didn't, like, I'm not aware of that. It's not saying they have to believe it, but it's that, there's a certain disconnect that, that society is programmed into. And again, Charlie, I'm sorry if I sound like I'm being mean to people. I'm really not. It's, you know, I'm one world, one love, everybody. But I'm just, I think we need to discuss these things, you know. There's nothing wrong with being mean to people if, you, if, if it's constructive. Sometimes you have to, you know, I love what Jordan Peterson says. Um, about offending people, um, you can never you can never establish truth unless you're pre prepared to push those boundaries. And uh, offending people, people get offended the slightest thing at the moment. Oh, you offended me. That's your issue. It's not my issue. It wasn't meant that way. It was constructive. There's a difference between criticism and constructive criticism. If you're doing something in a constructive manner. And people get offended. Well, that's their problem. They need to actually get a backbone. Um, but yeah, there's a there's a lot of jellyfish out there, Chris, that get offended at everything. You can't talk to them. They don't see it. Um, and you know, it's a bit like a sheep that's lost. If you chase it, it's going to run everywhere. You just have to keep whistling and hoping that one day. When it's banged its head enough times, it doesn't knock itself out, but it wakes itself up. Well, again, it comes back to the system that I'm saying, Charlie. They they well know if they keep you shielded as a, from from childhood to the realities, you will be a left brain. Yeah, you know, you'll right. be controlled by that hemisphere. It goes back to the Bible when Adam and Eve went east of Eden. That's talking yeah. about. That's, that's yeah. symbolic of mankind's thinking yeah. when you go into the right hemisphere. Yeah. Your left is your control, it's your follow, it's your do, it, it's your people that stick to the rules, your jobs worth. Your right is your love, your empathy, your creativity, yeah. your kindness, living in your upper self and not, not your kind of animal lower, lower self, to put it in kind of Eastern, Eastern philosophical terms. Mm -hmm. And this system knows if it can keep people in the left, they'll be angry, reactionary, they'll be obstinate, they'll be stubborn, they'll be spoiled, they will never grow up. And therefore, not only, not only can the right brain has ever rationalise with them, but mm -hmm. they will create so much bitterness and hatred in society yeah. because they only know how to react. And what are we seeing at the minute? Seeing people reacting mm -hmm. against other people and uh so that old expression is it the enemy is out there yeah <laughs> it's, yeah 
Well, Chris, I'm going to have to love you and leave you because they've given you me three back-to-back ones in three, three and three hours this morning. Yeah, you're uh, you're working hard, Charlie. I'm working hard to try and get the truth out there and discuss with people that ha- have a clear mind, which you definitely do have. And you've got a clear mind through going through a lot of shit to get there. And I, I appreciate your time. And I really appreciate you as a man. And I don't use that word lightly. You've become a man through, through an awful lot of pain and suffering. And I think you're a role model for so many people who've had addiction issues, had problems in their life that you can come through it. Um, if you open up the right-hand part of your brain. Yes, exactly. And you take on the alkaline diet, folks. Come on. It's not difficult. And follow follow Chris, um, because he's, he's a man that's not just talking about it. He's experienced all of this. And he yes. can guide you and help you from first and experience. And there's nothing better than that. So I mark my words, follow Chris and listen to what he has to say because he has so much constructive information for people who are struggling right now. It doesn't matter what your struggle is, but uh, you know, whether it's gambling, whether it's alcohol, whether it's smoking, whether it's sex, whatever it is, they're all different addictions. It, there's all kinds of things that you and just get in control of your life and connecting with what's true in you and connecting with yourself. To love yourself uh, and to understand yourself and care for other people. Yeah, if if you're struggling, folks, uh, come to my. I've got a community Facebook page I've just set up. It's called yeah. One Life. Smash it because, you know. I'll share it in the link, Chris, below. Yeah, just come and join us because I think too many people wake up, they don't know where their life's going. That in itself creates unhappiness and the actual way out of that it's quite simple charlie it comes down i could probably list the five things on one hand that you need to do and none of them are very taxing they're all incredibly simple um incredibly simple and then you can come and join us in paradise because i ain't going nowhere i'm gonna (laughs) paradise is nice and there's nothing anybody on this planet can do or 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 or, or even Mother Nature that's gonna gonna shift me. It's a good place oh, to be. Perfect. Thank you very much, Chris. Always a pleasure. Nice one, Charlie. Look after yourself, mate. You too, buddy. Thank you, everybody. Friends, thank you for listening to the Bought the T-shirt podcast. Please like, subscribe, and share. And don't forget to follow me on social media. Username Chris Thrall. Instagram, Chris.thrall. Thank you.